Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Well, welcome to the Rooted Deep podcast and Merry Christmas, everybody. Allison and I are here and I, are you ready? I mean, yeah, ho, ho, I, ho, right? I, I've done some baking and it's okay. all turning out good. Um, I hopefully, you know, I'm not, I mm. hope it's going to all, you know, come out in the get end as far as just like how well I'm eating. Cause you know, mm. once I start baking, you just got to keep trying everything and taste right. testing Tasting. and, uh-huh. you know, but I, yeah, I, yeah we're ready. We're re- definitely ready. I got you. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, the Christmas music is playing oh, and yeah. the lights are sparkling and, uh, all the little kids are, the palm uh, trees are waving, trees down the air and the coconuts are falling to the ground. I yes. love it, man. Christmas. That's the way I love spending Christmas that right. Yeah. I would not cry. I promise I wouldn't. Uh, I would love to hang some, uh, some, lights on the uh on the palm trees i can just say that yeah so um but yeah anna has a really cool somebody in her neighborhood has the coolest palm tree ever because they they painted it stripes so it's blue and white candy stripes all the way to the top and then they wrap these colorful lights around it and it looks just like so tropical christmassy i'm just a big fan and so i'm like please take a picture please take a picture please now be done i love it yeah, I know it's it's one of my few Spanish words that I can actually say, mm-hmm. and you pronounce it well. And thank you very much. My pronunciation is always good. It's just my words that are bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, that's really good. Well, um, I am. It's hard to believe, really, that we're sitting at yeah. Christmas time, and but it is here, and I'm excited uh, to head home and hang out with the family, oh, yeah. and uh, just to spend some a fun time at Christmas. Uh, it's always good. Uh, do you, I mean, do you have anything like, I know we're going to talk to, uh, we're going to talk about a different topic today, but I mean, do y'all have anything that's like a Christmas day? Like, what do you do on Christmas day? We, um, here in the Dominican, you know, they celebrate Christmas Eve. And so Eve, Christmas Eve is the big dinner. And then everybody is just kind of resting, um, on Christmas day. And gotcha. so we sometimes get to go to several people's houses and just eat our way through um, the city <laughs> on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, it's a little bit quieter. But we have, you know, we'll have a few people over and just kind of, um, yeah. it's almost like on Christmas Day here, it's almost like Christmas is almost over. Gotcha. And um, even though we still have New Year's coming up, there's another dinner. And then we we still have Epiphany, which is January 6th. And so it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, it comes in waves. And so it's like, yay, Christmas, you know? And so Uh this is the week that we're like having people over. We have, you know, college students over for chili night. We have, you know, we've already done like, but right now, all of the, like no more programs, schools out, workshops done, no more parties. We'll have a few people over, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of, um, kind of settling down to where we're hopefully going to be able to sit around the tree and enjoy um, sweating sweating through a tropical Christmas. I love it. Yeah. Well, my family, uh, you know, with everybody growing up, um, yeah. we, we used, when I was a child, we used to go to my, my grandmother's for, for Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. That was the big yeah. thing. And then Christmas day, wake up at your, your house with mom and yeah. dad. And, but then as we've all grown older, that's kind of changed gears. So now we all celebrate with mom and dad and, yeah. and, uh, and then on Christmas Eve. So I'll do the same Christmas mm-hmm. Eve is when we open the presents and we do all the oh, stuff yeah. with the family yeah. and then Christmas day, we usually just go hang out at one of my brother's houses. Mm, and uh, usually my baby brother, Zach, we're usually hanging out at his house. And he usually does a, he usually does some kind of smoked 
uh, like pork. Um, mm. Like, so we'll have barbecue yeah. of some sort that's yeah. been smoked. Oh, it's so good. That sounds great. So, yeah, yeah. so today will be just, I mean, Christmas Day will just be a day that we we get a chance to laugh, play, play, mm-hmm. goof around with the family. And yeah. uh, not, not a lot, of, no presents are already done. Everything yeah. is, to, Christmas Day is just a relaxed, chill day, which is super that's nice, good. I think. Yeah, it is. And Gary's really picky about the way we do presents because um, he doesn't like okay. to wake up and do presents on Christmas Day. Okay. Um, he has to, I mean, it always has to be some sort of game because it's just the two of us. And so we can't just open them quick and be done. You know, it takes time. And so he, you know, so one, I think one day um, I couldn't open a present until a song came on um, the playlist. And so and the playlist was on shuffle. And so we're sitting there just listening to Christmas carols. And it's like, okay, when the song came on, that's when I get to open a present. And then oh, another year is like, you can't open a present until you guess who's singing, you know? And so it was like the Southern gospel playlist. And I just, oh I, don't know Southern, I don't know quartets. I'm like, so every guess, I'm like, it's the cathedrals. No, it's the <laughs> cathedrals. So every song, and so finally I got it right because I just kept, you stick to the C. That's your multiple choice answer. You always pick C if you don't know, you know. I got it. And uh, so finally, so it, every year is a little bit different, you know. Um, That's hysterical, and, uh, so, Yeah, it's just silly. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Well, today we're going to talk about, I think, one of the, uh, a, a Christmas story mm-hmm. um, that is kind of one of those, you know, the Christmas story is so layered. There's yeah. so many things happening. And yeah. when you really think about it, you can just pull these layers back and look at them individually. And there's stories within themselves of what's right. happening and what's going on. And we're going to talk about Mary and Elizabeth today, yeah. because these are two women that are such a huge part of the Christmas story. Yeah. And it's such a huge part of the gospel. I mean, just mm-hmm. um, that so, so, and I, and I think we, we talked about Elizabeth being like one of the characters that we don't normally pull right. out i mean we're talking about the shepherds and we're talking about sure. mary, mary obviously and joseph. And joseph. Yeah. um and sometimes even the drummer boy gets yeah. a lot of you <laughs> know attention. he just gets a lot of attention and, and the Washington like, get in there and they weren't even there okay right. they weren't even there they didn't show up for two years you know and so then like all these people and so we're like wait a minute there's somebody who's been there you know from the beginning that's not mary mm-hmm. and i think that's it's a it's a really wonderful um story and like you said there's so many layers to this story oh yeah it is because you know you actually luke uh in luke chapter one luke yeah. kind of sets the story up for us um in this background of we've got elizabeth being married to uh zachariah and they're, they're old, they're up in years, they've yeah. never been able to have children, and Zechariah is, he's in the priesthood, and so mm-hmm. he's in the rotation to go and serve his time at the temple, yeah. and so it's his turn, he goes to the temple to, to serve in, in mm-hmm. his role, and while he's there, uh, an angel appears to him, yeah. and, now, and we talked about, Ali, before the podcast came on, uh, as we were preparing for uh, uh, recording this session, we talked about the fact that this was, I mean, God had been silent for so long. Yeah. Um, uh, Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, they have gone through, it's like, I think that Israel has been as the, the, this core group of Israelites have been faithfully serving. Obviously you've got Zechariah and it says Zechariah and Elizabeth were both righteous before God um, and blameless. And there's people who've been faithful and just uh, really just putting their faith in, in God, but God has been, he's been silent. He has, you know, he's just, they haven't heard from him in a while. Haven't seen any miracles. Haven't seen, you know, the right. smoke and the fire that we know from the Old Testament, you know, and, and all oh, of that, it's yeah. not been, nothing's been going on. 
Sure. And all of and a sudden, the, an angel shows up. No, yeah. And the prophets, you know, who were constantly mm. making declarational statements. Yeah. They, it's been silent for, you yeah. know, we've got this gap between the Old Testament and the New Testament. If I remember correctly, it's about 400 years. Right. This gap. Yeah. And so for four, maybe for four, up to 400 years, you've got generation after generation after generation and, and, and just serving in silence. Uh, yeah. as not what they were used to. And now all of a sudden you get to this time period. And of course, every, the Old Testament is is screaming mm-hmm. from Genesis 3.15 yeah. all the way to the end of the book of Malachi. Yeah. It, it, there's, a, there's a redeemer coming. Mm-hmm. Messiah is coming. Yeah. And, and all of the predictions about how he would come and how you would know it was him and all of these things. So everything has been screaming, Messiah's come. So every every Jewish girl, hope is that she's going to have a son why does she want a son because if she has a son he could be the messiah right and yeah so but here we've got a list we open up the gospel of luke and we've got this woman by the name of elizabeth who is childless Mm -hmm. uh and she's well past the childbearing years so she knows she's not gonna have the messiah that i mean in her mind that she knows that's not gonna happen and so her husband is serving, obviously, in the priesthood. And the next thing you know, an angel appears to him mm-hmm. um, and says, hey, you're going to have a child. And, yeah. you're gonna, and it's going to be a son. Mm-hmm. And you're going to name him John. John. Yeah. You're going to name him John. So all of a sudden, you get an angel appearing. <laughs> and, and you get very to an older couple. And he says, look, I'm going to do a miracle. And I'm, you're going to have a child. And this is the child's name. And, you know, we're really not here to talk a lot about Zachariah today, but yeah. Zacharias struggled with how in the world can this be? Um, right. And God says, well, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to talk here for a while and I'm going to show you how this is going to be. Uh, and the Bible says that his Elizabeth conceived and, um, and that she, so now she's bearing this, this, this child, the son yeah. called John. Mm-hmm. And I, th- you know, and just thinking about that right there, because this is Elizabeth is one of those women that everybody mentions to me, you know, and I'm like, you don't have to talk about an old lady having a baby when you're talking to me about my, and for, I mean, that's not, that's not what you want to hear. But at the same time, when you think about the story right. and you like, you think about what we just, what we just talked about, they were serving faithfully and serving, you know, like you said, serving in silence um, and faithful all these years, the Bible taught by the Bible uses the word righteous and blameless yeah. about these two people and just serving, yeah. you know, faithfully and then all of a sudden like you said things start happening quickly the angel comes and says you're having a you know you're having a baby and here's what and here's what he's going to look like john's going to be a prophet like the old timey like what y'all remember you know back in the days of uh, yeah what um, you've been told yeah yeah right and so it is he's not the messiah but he's gonna be you know um and so that's that's one of the, I mean, I, I think that's an exciting part of the story because it's like, you know, you're a piece, you're a really big piece of something that's going to happen and, and you've been faithful, you, you know, you've been faithful and here's, here's the, here's the next step. I think yeah, and, no, I do too. And the Bible says that, that Elizabeth put herself in, in kind of seclusion for five months. Mm-hmm. So she finds out that she's expecting and for five months, um, she kind of hides herself away. Um, yeah. and I think that you know, you don't know what's going on in her heart and her mind during those five months that she, but I can only imagine a a woman who's up in years, who doesn't think that she's going to have any children all of a sudden to find that now there's life 
growing within her. And yeah. there's something special about this boy. In right. fact, I mean, the Bible tells us in another place that, that he was filled with the Holy Spirit from his conception in the womb, mm -hmm. he was filled. Yeah. So you've got all of a sudden. And so now you look fast forwards or, or he, he switches locations mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And he tells us, so Elizabeth's been in hiding now for five months mm -hmm. and now it's the sixth month. Yeah. And now another angel, Gabriel is sent by God to Nazareth. He goes to Mary mm -hmm. who's engaged to Joseph and announces another birth. Yeah. And he says, look, you're also going to have a son. You're not going to, you're not going to have, you know, relationships or sex with your husband in order to get pregnant. You're going to mm -hmm. get pregnant through this miraculous virgin birth. That this, this, this power is coming on you by the Holy spirit. And you are going to give birth to the Messiah. Yeah. And I cannot imagine what yeah. this young this, yeah. So you got Elizabeth, the older woman, mm -hmm. who now is five months along, and you've got Mary, who was definitely a much, much younger woman, right. um, engaged to be married, and all of a sudden, now she's told, hey, you are going um, to bring forth a child, and he's going to be the Messiah. And yeah, and you mentioned this earlier, you said, and okay, he said that Gabriel said to her, Therefore, that holy thing which that which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And and then he continues talking. And by the way, your cousin, Elizabeth, yes. mm -hmm. she has also conceived, just so you know that God's all of a sudden doing miracles again. You know, mm -hmm. she's also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, um, who was called barren. And so for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And so we have all of these years of silence. And then all of a sudden, miracles start rolling. You know, um, and miracles are rolling and they're left and right, you know, and, and, and I think, I think it's fascinating because it's like, just so you know, this is for real. And, um, mm -hmm. and I, I think I, you, cause you brought this out. That's interesting that, the, that, um, Gabriel gives this, you know, just massive amount of news to Mary and while she's yeah. still digesting it, he's like, oh, and by the way, you know, Elizabeth. Yeah, and, I, and I think there's a piece of that that says, you know what, you're not alone in this. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's. I, you know, I think as Mary, I, you know, I, we don't, we, we, we put Mary in this, in this beautiful picture, uh, you know, in a barn with, 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 um, clean hay and mm -hmm. with a, a couple yeah. of cows or, you know, it, it's, it's the crush. It, it, it's this, you know, it's, you go into people's homes and it's the nativity scene mm -hmm. that it all always looks so polished and it always yeah. looks so perfect. Right. And if it was a movie, people would all be smiling. And yet, I think when you really, truly unpack the story, you've got a woman now who is going to be fully misunderstood. Mm. No one is going to believe, so many are not going to believe her story. Yeah. She's pregnant. She's yeah. not married yet. Um, she, I mean, it, every, it's total, I mean, yes, is it amazing? It is. Yes. But her life has just uh, been right totally shaken and ripped apart in a way. And I think it's almost like Gabriel says, look, you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we see him tell her this in these very next verses, it says in those days, Mary set out and hurried mm -hmm. to the town in the hill country of Judah. And she ran to yeah. find Elizabeth. Right. And, um, and, and I mean, that was where she went. And I just wonder like we don't ever hear anything about Mary's mom. Right. Yeah. Or her dad. 
Uh, the Bible gives us no story or backstory. We have the backstory with Joseph and yeah. the fact that an angel had to come to him to tell yeah. him, look, you go ahead and marry this girl. She, yeah. she has done nothing wrong, but we don't know what her family thought yeah. or, you know, did her mom not accept her? Did she have yeah. to run to Elizabeth and stay with her because nobody else understood? Right. Yeah. And, and knowing, knowing what Elizabeth's background was just being, you know, the, the righteous and blameless, uh, you yeah. know, and her husband being a, a priest and all she's, you know, in Mary's mind, I would feel like that Elizabeth would be the one. Okay. Maybe Elizabeth can kind of help me pack, unpack this information a lot more. And, and we can kind yeah. of walk through our pregnancies together because I think that's what a lot of women I've been, I'm told a lot of women they they you know they compare notes okay what's going on in yeah. your body well you know Elizabeth is however old she is you know 60 78 however whatever the bible means is well stricken in years some days I yes. feel like I'm at 47 <laughs> I'm well stricken in years but maybe it's a little bit maybe she's a little bit further maybe along she's a little than, older than you though, maybe yeah. a little bit older than 40s and 50s um and and at the at Mary's young age, you know, but needing that motherly or that, um, that wiser woman, um, kind of the Titus, that Titus two principle of a, of a, of a wise woman saying, okay, here's what's really going to happen. Or here's what, you know, here's what you're going through. And here's, here's what I've studied from, you know, um, and just needs that, that motherly, uh, womanly wisdom that well, only, and you know, there's, only she could get from Elizabeth. Well, absolutely. And you know, these are two women who are going through first time pregnancies yeah. together. But also miraculous mm-hmm. pregnancies. Yeah. Um, angels have appeared to both of these women. Yeah. Uh, which I can I can only imagine what these conversations must have been like. <laughs> right. These two women are sitting around saying, "Okay, can, what happened when you're you know just right. your yeah. story?" You know. Um, but as angels have appeared to these two women, and I think that there is, I know in my own life when I'm going through something, and I can go through it. There, there's a there's a there's a greatness in having a friend that you can sometimes go through hard times with yeah um not that they can fix it or or always help you but the idea that you're not alone in it right yeah and i think that there was a lot of good things about the fact that you've got this older woman going through the first time pregnancy and you've got a younger woman going through a miraculous pregnancy and both of these women are are very much by the angels statements they are they love god yeah and they're right before god and they want to serve god and we see that in this declaration these massive statements um you know mary mary's speech is is often it's called the magnificant right Mm -hmm. it's often quoted and talked about but elizabeth elizabeth makes almost just as powerful of statements when mary comes in the door um you know she says that, you know, that she's filled, the baby leaps inside the womb. She's filled with the Holy Spirit. And Elizabeth cries out, it says with a loud cry, mm-hmm. um, blessed are you among women and your child would be blessed. And how could this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should mm-hmm. come to me? So all of a sudden, we've got this moment where through the, through the Holy Spirit, Elizabeth realizes that Mary is bearing. Messiah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um blessed is she uh who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what he has spoken to her. Yeah. Um and so Mary, I mean Elizabeth makes this it's interesting. She makes this prophetic statement and what's crazy to me about this is after silence for so many years 
the, the first two people to make prophetic statements in the New Testament yeah. are women. Are women. Uh, yeah. Are women. As God goes down and the Holy Spirit meets with them and says, look, through you, it's coming the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost this redemption moment, I think, for women in some ways, because we go back to the garden and we see, yeah. ah, we, yeah. you know, we had a huge part in creating this mess to start mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And, then, and then watching God through what was the curse. Yeah. Um, watching God use that just like he promised that he would to bring redemption through the body of a woman. It's just, it's just amazing. I love studying it. I, I think it's fascinating, but I love the lives of these two women as now they're going to spend some months together. Elizabeth near the end of her pregnancy and Mary at the beginning of hers and watching these two women not only grow, um, all, not only grow together, I think, but also grow stronger in their faith for what's to come. Because these two women have a long journey ahead of them. Yeah, and that's um, and that's one of those things that it's so important to stop and when and and look at what the Lord is doing piece by piece. And so sometimes we like to know the big picture, but mm-hmm. these small moments that He takes with us is um is just is absolutely uh is just fascinating and leading us through um almost because it's like okay I'm gonna give you a little bit at a time and then and then you're gonna be able to um to to digest it as a whole but at the same time I'm gonna give you know we're he's putting people in place and saying by the way Elizabeth's going through something similar go see her because because that's what the, that's the way the Lord does it because if he told us everything and we've said this before if he, if he tells us everything then it's just um I, it's almost too much to handle so in right. the meantime you've got um you've you and Elizabeth has not been you can tell by this, these prophetic statements, she knows exactly. It's almost like, okay, it's, yeah, it's happening. It's time. It's, mm-hmm. it, I know exactly what's happening. And here's, here's my, my blessing over, over Mary. Um, yeah. but at the same time, and just the belief and the strength in her belief, um, is oh, one yeah. of those as, it's just beautiful to watch. Oh yeah. Because these two women's lives, uh, although they are going to stay in the background, uh, after this, we're going to see the birth of John, uh, who would go on to become become known as John the Baptizer, uh, he John the Baptist. Um, mm-hmm. We also see uh, the birth of Jesus, and then yeah. you're going to see, you know, the next thing we know, we're going to see these two men, John, come on the scene first, declaring the way and making the way, uh, and then we're going to see John die. He's martyred. Uh, Jesus is going to come on the scene. We're going to see him. And then he's going to be crucified. So you've got these these two women who are, you know, man, what great what great strength yeah. um, that these women had. We don't we don't hear a whole lot more about them um, like we do at the beginning here in Luke as he's going to share with them about these two women and about their love for God and about their love for the things of God and their longing to please God with their lives. Um, because the Bible tells us that Mary stays with Elizabeth for three months and then she goes back home and Elizabeth uh, gives birth uh, to John. And, um, and so, you know, two amazing men, uh, obviously the son of God. um, And we've got John the Baptist or John the baptizer as he declares the way of the Lord. They're related. and yet, at the same time, behind behind all of this is these two women that we don't 
Mary, we talk about quite a bit, but Elizabeth, we don't talk about near as much. And she, I think she had a huge role in Mary, in Mary's life in the first few months of her pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and again, just watching, I mean, you know, watching the, the end of it, talking about, you know, who John is and, and what, um, and it, we've been going through, we've been going through acts at our church and watching the birth of the church and these small um, and big signs that are caught, you know, are, are mm-hmm. starting the birth of the church. And it's almost like, it's almost like that in a way um, with, you know, how the Lord uses uh, this miracle in in Elizabeth and Zechariah's life, you know, to, to bring it, to bring it John into the world, but also the people around them that they're, that mm-hmm. they're really, their, their faith is made stronger. The people around, um, you know, if you read about his birth and everything yeah. and uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth are, are have, uh, and so it's almost like it's the, the message is getting, is moving out just a little bit at mm-hmm. a time. And you saw that, you know, you see this in Acts where no matter what happens, the message is still getting, getting out yep. about the birth of the church. It's, it's kind of modeled. I feel like in that same way, you've got this happening and then, and then this happening. And then even with the birth of, of Christ, with the shepherds, the message is getting out in these weird yep. and unexpected ways. Um, but from it's again, from the bottom, from the yeah. bottom up. Yeah. For, and it really is powerful. Um, I, I don't know you know, when we look at it, it's the gospel to us. It, it's yeah. this, it's yeah. this, it's this redemption story. But when they looked at it, these were their babies, right? These were, these yeah. were, do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. this was, and I can only imagine, even though they knew it was Messiah. Yeah. Um, and even though they knew all of these things that I, I just, what, what would it have been like to reapply on the wall mm. as these two women sit together, yeah. both expecting um, and both understanding that just what you just said, everything is about to change. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is yeah. about to change. What we've been told was coming is now it's here. Uh-huh. And we're, and, and we're part of it and we got to take care of it and keep it alive and, and feed it. Right. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, and no wonder Mary said she pondered all of these things in her heart. Right. Yeah. Uh, she had a lot to ponder. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, oh, yeah. uh, wow. I mean, there were so many like, What things. do you expect when you're, what do you expect when you're expecting the Messiah, the Messiah you know, right. or, or, you know, a new prophet, uh, you know, what to expect when you're, when you've got, you're going to have a baby in your house and he, you know, and he is the savior of the world. Um, like, how do you, how do you deal with that? And, and that the pondering, and I, and again, I think that t- talking about Mary and Elizabeth both, and, you know, we know that the Lord chose, you know, these women for a specific purpose and mm-hmm. he had been preparing them all, all along right. um, and their faithfulness to understand and just be submissive to, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do, do, you know, and, um, and with Elizabeth just having served so faithfully uh, yeah. in, in all of that time, the Lord, you know, obviously chose um, wisely. I mean, we can see, we can look at, yeah. look, look back. Um, but at the same time, you're right. It's, it's one of those things that everybody's like, this is the savior of the world. And they're like, this is my baby. Um, you yes. know, and, and how to balance those two things and, and, and how to, how to, and, and, and knowing, knowing that, um, that you are part of, uh, of God's plan in mm-hmm. such a big way. Um, 
how do how do you handle that and the strength the strength of these uh, of Elizabeth and, and Mary? Um, yeah, and even though it was a great thing, like we talked about earlier, you know, Mary, I, I don't know what all Mary had to live with, um, but I'm I'm sure that it was difficult. Her own fiance Joseph was just about to put her away. Yeah, uh, and so we all obviously know that this was not uh, this was difficult uh, for her to be. Um, pregnant during that time and difficult for her to go through the nobody believed her right but she's got elizabeth and elizabeth believes her and not only believes her but she oh she knows and she understands and these women are filled with the holy spirit and god is working in their lives in ways that we probably will never comprehend until we maybe get to heaven and can sit down with, and, and talk to them about what it must have been like during this time period but I'm just so grateful um, when I read this story. I think Mary needed Elizabeth. And I think that's why Gabriel s- says, look, yeah. consider this. Yeah. You're, you've, it's okay. You've got a relative. You know Elizabeth well. She's pregnant too. Yeah. And it's like, it's like God puts these two women together mm-hmm. at this point in history, walking similar paths, yeah. um, miraculous conceptions as far as one, the inability to conceive, yeah. uh, and the other one, obviously, conceiving through the power of the Holy Ghost. But as God does these things, and these women are able to journey this together, and I just think about how sweet that is of God um, to put these women together, and what a great thing Elizabeth, the, the older, must have been to marry the younger, uh, and the encouragement, um, and how cool uh, that must have been for them to be able to do this journey together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and we don't, this is the only glimpse we actually get into it is right here in these early days. Yeah. And then the story moves on. Yeah. But, but I think we can't forget how important when we think about the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And I think if we go back to its beginnings, what an important part Elizabeth played in yeah. the life of Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And just that studying influence and the, and, um, and while she herself is going through, uh, you know, and uh, the, um, I just love it, you know, when the baby, um, for low as thou, as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And, you know, yeah. it, it's like she um, just so in tune with um, and seeing everything through the eyes of, uh, you know, or through the eyes of what the purpose that God has laid on her uh, on her. Uh, was I, you know, when she could, Hey, the baby moved, not just the baby moved. No, I know the baby moved from joy and, and, and the, and I just was just walking, walking that path together. I think that's something that we, you know, we very rarely talk about, you know, the Elizabeth and Mary together and just kind of walking this path um, together and then moving. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the story moves on because that's, that's what's happening. We've had this yep. silence for so long and then God starts moving and, and miracles start happening. And Zachariah can't talk now. He can talk. And yep. now he's prophesying and his prophecy yep. and, um, and his, his blessing is, is amazing to read. But again, mm-hmm. um, God's moving and he starts, he just, he starts this, uh, uh, it's like, you can't, you know, he starts, he's the, that rolling stone, you know, um, keeps, keeps moving. And all of a sudden, all of these things are happening. Um, like you said, really fast. And, um, and so by the end of Luke, by the end of this first chapter, um, the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. And, um, and, and it's exciting to read 
and just look at what Elizabeth, like you said, how important her role was just in that studying influence with Mary and, Mm -hmm. but in her own story and just saying, yeah, my, my child is going to be part of this, you know, of the voice of the wilderness that's crying, be prepared, prepare you Mm -hmm. the way of, uh, of the Lord. Yeah. And no jealousy. You know, yeah. nowhere do we see that, well, why didn't I get the Messiah? How come she got the Messiah and I got John? You know, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, there just seems to be this nothing but excitement and blessed mm-hmm. yeah. um, and in her in her blessing to Mary. So, you know, I I just as we celebrate Christmas and we mm-hmm. think about the story of Jesus um, yeah. and the fact that he came, the way God planned his arrival. Um and connecting the hearts of these two women, connecting their pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, what a wonderful part of the story as he entrusted on these two women, so many wonderful things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And these two women, you know, I think they did their job well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they did their job well um, as they both actually sacrificed their sons in yeah. different ways, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but they both sacrificed their sons in ways uh, that were different, but were uh, powerful. So I think we know these women suffered. They suffered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, but they said, but they were already uh, kind of rooted in that purpose of what it was yeah. about because it was something that they had waited, along with generations of women before them, had waited for this yeah. moment in history, just as Isra- um, just Israelite women and Jewish women. Yeah had been waiting for this moment and they were a part of it. And so the yeah. suffering was not necessarily eased, but it, they, they saw a purpose in that later on. No, absolutely. And, and I think that's where we go back for nothing. You know, Luke one thirty seven says for nothing is impossible with God. Yeah. And, and maybe that's kind of, you know, Allison, as we leave this podcast and, and kind of go into the Christmas season uh, and, and begin to think about the birth of Jesus. And as we celebrate that, reminding ourselves once again that God knows where we're at and that he ha- you know there's nothing impossible with him he has he can do the thing that nobody else can do and he actually cares yeah. uh, when we're in our difficult moments when we're in our hard moments thinking mm-hmm. about just kind of flipping the christmas story on its head a little bit and thinking about what these women must have gone through what they must mm-hmm. have thought you know the things that must have been heavy on their hearts and yet at that same time god is in the midst of doing the impossible yeah. Uh, and personally in their lives, as well as corporately for the world, right. God is, yeah. God is doing the impossible. And it's just such a great, you know, reminder, uh, and a different look at the Christmas story to look at these two women's lives and to celebrate their, their testimony, mm-hmm. to celebrate their heart for God, to celebrate their willingness to walk through these places, uh, and to celebrate how well they did their jobs. Right. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I would encourage everybody to go back and read Luke one, um, you know, just from start to finish, but really focus on Zechariah, Elizabeth, Mary, and, um, and what their, uh, there's just how they, how they, how their, their relationship with God, but they're also their relationship with others and those around them. There's just so many, uh, there's so many layers to this story as (laughs) the, as the story of, as the Christmas story starts spreading, and this is even, you know, before, because in Luke 2, it, you know, everybody, Luke 2, everybody reads Luke 2. Read Luke 1 um, right. and, and, and be prepared for that Luke 2 uh, story. Because everybody, I don't know if your family does it, everybody reads the Luke, um, Luke, the Luke 2, uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, from the beginning and it's, and I, we can almost quote it cause we've heard it for so many years, sure. but that, you know, but in, pre- in preparing, um, for that Luke two passage, definitely yeah. go back and read, um, read this story again, maybe with a new perspective. Oh yeah. And I say sometimes put your, put your feet in their sandals. For yeah. A Mm. Um, try to, if you're a woman, try to imagine what it must have been like to have been Mary or to have been Elizabeth. Right. Um, you know, if you're a guy, imagine what it must have been like to be Joseph or Zachariah. Right. And thinking, putting ourselves there sometimes and bringing Mm -hmm. it into reality goes, Ooh, wow. I hadn't thought about it that way before. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but either way, we hope that you'll go back and read these stories and go back and be reminded, um, of, how powerful this, what God has done for us and why we celebrate this season Yeah, exactly. uh, and how important and how important beginnings are Mm -hmm. uh, as we see, as we see these important celebrations of the beginning of the birth of Christ. And we hope that you guys have a Merry Christmas. Thanks so much for being a part of our podcast. uh, As we've rolled through this year, we still have a few more podcasts left in 2022. Uh, so we're excited to kind of, uh, give you those. So we hope that you continue to join us, but for now, we hope that you have just a really super Merry Christmas. Allie, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. I do. I hope you have a Feliz Navidad and, Feliz Navidad. Um, Feliz Navidad. And we hope that you have just, um, just take some time and, um, and think about, uh, what all the Lord has done in your life and, and take some time to be grateful and then grateful for that, that gift of his presence um, in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, until next time, stay rooted deep and Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.